there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Laces Out podcast, which is our NFL podcast, American football. There's no guest. I'm going to get that out there right at the start. There's no guest. So if you're here for the guest, there isn't one. However, myself, my uh, lovely co-host, Paul, we're going to still manage to take you through American football, because we are the most qualified people to do that, being two British men. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment, drop any reviews you want to drop and share the podcast around. If you know an NFL fan, send them this podcast. They'll love it. Right, let's get going. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Laces out. Recording in progress. My word, I wasn't ready. Wait, that's not right. I'm supposedly in in control of such things. Very straight. Um, it's that time of the week where myself and my co-host Paul Williams gather together, usually with a guest, not this week, uh, to talk about a sport that doesn't come from this country and some of us know very little about. But that that is it, it, it's American football in case uh, the title and or previous five series of the same podcast didn't give it away. Um, so, Paul, how are you finding the twenty twenty two season so far? Uh, weird. <laughs> Probably the uh, opening gambit to go with there. I uh, with all my hands up. Uh, there, there are times I have to catch up with American football before we sit down to uh, to record a podcast about it. Um, more often than not, it's the uh, Monday night game. So, um, for example, whilst eating my tea this evening, I watched Saints versus Books. And by the back end of that game, I was like, it, it feels like it's the Super Bowl. Um, just the... the. Um, something I wanted to check with you. I did check with the stats mistress whether anything had been mentioned. And I was like, if she doesn't know, there's only one man on this podcast that will know. I saw something a few weeks back that announced that there was a particular team, I won't go into which, that had been um, knocked out of playoff contention. Um, I, I got a bit giddy and was like, wow, that's, you know, and then realised it was um, a, uh, <laughs> it was it was a ruse, it was a spoof, it was a, 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 a jab at that particular team's expense. So I saw something at, at, at this weekend which said that uh, a team had been eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, and I was like, whereas I saw this a few weeks ago, seeing it now, I think that's potentially likely that teams are now starting to drop off. Um, 
But I, I did ask the stats mistress if she had anything for us, and she said there was nothing in this week's stats. Um, but there was a stat that I think she said she'd omitted about um, the Chiefs being the only team in their division that are uh, eligible for the playoffs, maybe. Not sure. Um, I don't know about I don't know about eligible, but they're potentially the only team with a positive record. That might have been it with a with a winning record. Um, um, I do know for, I do know that there are two teams that can't make the postseason. Is one of them the Bears? One of them is the Bears. So that's what I saw. One of what I saw at the weekend was the Bears have officially been eliminated from. Uh, from playoff contention, I was like, having seen it previously and it being used as a joke, I was like, I think this far in the season that's possibly likely, but um, yeah, so we'll start seeing these things popping up now. Who's the other team? You can't really get much worse than the uh, the Houston Texans, can you? Yeah. <sighs> With their one win. I mean, no, <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, it, it's, it should be a it should be a shock to absolutely no one that after week thirteen, the Texans are sitting at one ten and one. So they haven't lost every game, but they they have managed to win one and tie one. So yeah, not the uh, not the greatest. However, I did receive some some um, lovely feedback about the podcast. Strangely enough, this week, so my I'll just read what one of my uh, one of my friends may have just uh, like uh, mentioned to me at some point. The highlight of my week is walking to the Chinese takeaway whilst listening to the Cookie Cast. Laces out. NFL podcast. So, thank you very much, Pete. If you're listening this week, that's your shout out right there, my friend. Keep listening, and we'll keep providing you with that sweet, sweet NFL content, brother. And as the rules go, two more mentions, and you officially have to come, to come on, on as a guest. He has to get himself on the podcast. So, uh, watch out for uh, future mentions. So. As we're uh, as we're in it, shall we? Uh, shall we break down how week thirteen went? I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been putting it off because I've got bad. I've got bad feeling because I'm or I, I've got bad feeling. I think I may have well, said I may have said something last week that immediately came back to bite me in the ass. Well, well. 15 games played. Only the Panthers... Was it the Panthers? Yes, only the Panthers and the Cardinals were on by last week. So all other 30 teams were played. So 15 games to pick from. In joint, second slash last place, with 10 out of 15 selections correct, it is the joint hosts 
of the NFL Laces Out podcast. I mean, so, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound good at all. Not not ideal. Um, yes, like I said, we both had ten of fifteen selections correct. I was let down by the. Um, in fact, for the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven games of the week, I had exactly correct. However, after that, it doesn't look quite as good. Quite as good. Uh, so I was let down by the Titans losing at the Eagles. The Dolphins losing at the 49ers. The Chiefs losing at the Bengals. Uh, the Chargers losing at the Raiders. And that sneaky tie between the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants. Yes. Mr. Cook was let down by the Falcons at home to the Steelers. The Jaguars at home to the Lions. The Chiefs at the Bengals. Yeah. The Chargers at the Raiders. Mm. And that sneaky tie between the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants. So winning this week. And at this particular point, I believe he remains undefeated in the guest slot. I'll have to go back through all of the results and see, but I'm pretty sure he's never lost when he comes on as the guest. Mr. Matthew, two T's, Hurley. 12 of 15 selections correct. And his week started horrifically as he had picked the Patriots to beat the Bills and the Falcons to beat the Steelers in his first two games. Everything else, he got absolutely spot on apart from that sneaky tie between the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants. So yeah, taking a point for the guest, Mr. Hurley. And like I say, I, I believe he's completely unbeaten when so, he's come on. So what I'm, what I'm hearing here is stop having him on as a guest. That might have to be the upshot of oh, it. Okay, I'll look at stop. next. I'll look at next year's season and um... he's no, he's no longer there. He's uh, conspicuous by his absence. Obviously. So, from a scores perspective, that moves the guest onto three and a half points for the season. Of those three and a half points, two points provided by Mr. <laughs> Toots is holding up his end of the bargain <laughs> on that one. Uh, Andy has four points for the season and I have six and a half. Ugh. Side bet time, ladies and gentlemen. Side bet time. So, we, move into, we went into the week with Andy on 29 points for the season. Myself on 33 points for the season. Andy started the week solidly by taking the Buffalo Bills to beat the New England Patriots. That's a big point right there. He also had the Philadelphia Eagles to beat the Tennessee Titans. That's another tick right there. Two points. Sadly, he had the Chiefs to beat the Bengals and the Chargers to beat the Raiders. That's two disastrous picks right there. And that's uh, sadly where his points end. Andy moves to 31 points total. No. Myself, I had the Ravens to beat the Broncos. The Cowboys to beat the Colts. Sweet Jesus. The Seahawks to beat the Rams. Damn it. And the Buccaneers to beat the Saints. That's, oh, a, four, that's a four for them, ladies and gentlemen. That is a full boat. In this 
this business. Tick, 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 tick. Four points for Mr. Williams. So after week 13 in the side bet, Andy moves to 31 points total. I move to 37 points total. Will Andy be able to claw some of those points back in week 14? But before we get to week 14 and we get to some predicting, I believe we've got some stats. We've got some stats. Now then, I wanted to just check something. At the start of the season, I did a guest list for our season. As with anything in the podcast world, nothing ever works out the way it's supposed to. When I was checking my list for a guest this week, uh, there, there very much should be a guest this week. There was a guest written down when I saw who it was and I saw what time we would be recording. I realised that that was not meant to be and we had to soldier on without a guest. But when I was checking my list, I was like, why have I only got one more guest written down for our season? Because obviously we do it from a fantasy perspective where we pick our guests up so then I was like have I gone horribly horribly wrong here but I will have taken it from the fantasy schedule which would suggest there's only one week of regular fantasy season left yes which and uh, get your bingo cards and your drinks ready Basically means that the season's over, yeah? That's what I'm told. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. <laughs> uh, you are correct. I did send you. <laughs> Typically this week I was like, oh, there'll only be like a, there'll only be a few stats and they'll be small. No, there was many stats and they were humongous. Um, so Six apiece of the 12 stats that we've got to look at this week. And uh, I will be leading us off. So, as always, stats brought to us by the Stats Mistress. Stats brought to her by Nate Davis of USA Today. These are the 2022 season stats for week 13. Lucky for some. (sighs) Moving into December. This week felt like a pivotal weekend. Certainly in the AFC, where the Buffalo Bills vaulted into first place overall, while the Kansas City Chiefs dropped another matchup to an imminent challenger. Meanwhile, injuries to a pair of prominent starting quarterbacks could reshape the balance of power moving forward. Number two, then there's the MVP race. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes was outplayed again by Cincinnati Bengals counterpart Joe Burrow. Meanwhile, Buffalo's Josh Allen appears to be back on track a month after injuring his elbow. Yet Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts, who passed for 380 yards and three touchdowns, and ran for another score Sunday, may now be the front-runner for the award. Philadelphia also the only team in the league with 11 victories. Uh, I know, was it, it might have been last week that I was saying, like, 
taking the time to sit down and watch like the Eagles play rather than just going, oh, the Eagles are undefeated, that's interesting. Sitting down to watch them play, it was actually that. Oh, wow, this is a dominant team. Number three, Kansas City 9-3 and three, finds itself sandwiched between the Bills, 9-3, and three, and the Bengals, 8-4 and four, in the AFC standings, but has lost to both rivals this season. Interesting. Number four, the road ahead for the San Francisco 49ers now looks uncertain, with quarterback one, Jimmy Garoppolo, having broken his foot Sunday, and his season is apparently... Over. So I was just going to jump in on that one because it all seemed very sort of innocu- innocuous because I think he walked off the pitch and then obviously was carted into the locker room. Yeah. But then they showed the replay of it and I knew immediately that something was bad because his foot did that thing where it just like sort of flopped. Yeah. So I, I, I immediately was like, yeah, I don't think that's good. And obviously it turns out, yeah, he's done for the season. I'm not sure if there's anything further down. I know a conversation we've been having off air in our little group is about the fact that uh, the Panthers decided to part ways with Baker Mayfield uh, literally yesterday. Uh, I saw something this evening that said that Baker Mayfield is due to be picked up today. The team that picks him up will inherit his remaining $1.3 million contract, but it will not be the San Francisco 49ers because that was where he was like people like he's absolutely going to the 49ers apparently they've come out to say that's not happening so presumably that's exactly where he'll end up because you know that's usually the way these things go uh speaking of the 49ers our fifth start of the week losing to the 49ers it's actually about the Dolphins the Finns five game hot streak came to an end costing them first place in the AFC East and knocking them down to sixth overall in the conference could be precarious as the Green Bay Packers are the only team Miami is currently scheduled to face down the stretch with a losing record. Interesting. And my sixth and final stat for the week is... Now up to a league-high 1,379 receiving yards, Tyreek Hill needs to average 124.2 over the final five games to become the first player to reach the 2,000-yard plateau. I imagine he probably is still rivaling entire teams wide receiving Um, I believe it's over to you for more juicy, juicy stats. It certainly is, Mr. Cook. And we take a trip over to Cleveland, where quarterback Deshaun Watson's much-anticipated return to regular season action after a 700-day hiatus hardly impressed, despite the Cleveland Browns' 27-14 triumph over his former team, the Houston Texans. Watson passed for 131 yards and an interception and ran for another 21 yards. Cleveland's 27 points without an offensive touchdown are the most by any team since 1999. The Browns scored a pair of defensive touchdowns and wide receiver Donovan Peoples-Jones took a punt, 76 yards, to the house. 
That is bonkers. The game they won the game with with twenty seven points, and none of them, were, none of those points 20, were games by nine. Well, eighteen of them were supplied by their defense. The de- so, well, their defense or special teams. Apologies. Uh, next up for me, Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields ran in a fifty five yard touchdown, making the first quarterback in the Super Bowl era to run to pay dirt in six straight games. Wow. Next up, not that you ever want to see any player get hurt, but Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson picked a good day to have what was evidently a relatively minor knee injury. It's possible possible he'll be available in Week 14, pending an MRI result, even if it knocked him out of Sunday's game. But the AFC North leaders only needed the game's lone touchdown to beat the Broncos, who entered Week 13 as the league's lowest-scoring team, 10-9. To nine, and that's another one where they left it pretty late, from what I can remember. Yeah, it was the fourth quarter before they took the lead. Yep. New York Jets quarterback Mike White's second start of the season was a mixed bag. He passed for 369 yards, and New York outgained Minnesota 486 yards to 287. But the recently promoted starter also threw a pair of interceptions, including one at the Minnesota one-yard line on the Jets' final play of the day as they were driving for the go-ahead touchdown with just 10 seconds remaining. Sunday's LA Rams game was the first, that's first, defensive tackle Aaron Donald missed due to an injury in his nine-year career. With Matthew Stafford, neck injury, and wide receiver Cooper Cup, ankle injury on injured reserve, the Rams quarterback was John Wolford, and their leading receivers were Tutu Atwell and Brandon Powell. One more loss, and the Rams, who are only 3-9, will join the 99 Broncos as defending Super Bowl champions with double-digit defeats. And now, rounding out my stats, beating the Colts 54-19, the Dallas Cowboys could now be the Eagles' biggest impediment on the road to Super Bowl 57. Can I just say, from a commentator's perspective, when the return, like the kickoff return player for the Colts, is his surname being Flowers, maybe go with Flowers. Rather than every time he gets the ball saying, Dallas runs with the ball, because his name is Dallas. So when you're playing against the Dallas Cowboys, maybe go with Flowers returns the ball. Yeah, that probably would make more sense. It was more than a little confusing for some of us. You know, the lower intelligent. That's week 13. Don't dusted bow ribbon. Stickers, card, glitter, uh, ribbon. Uh, what else could you put on a uh, labels? I mean, time of year for it, isn't it? It's basically everything. Put on it. Put it in the corner. It's beginning put to look a lot the like tree, if you will. It's beginning to look a lot like the end of the NFL season. That is absolutely correct. So we move to week fourteen. As you can see, those of you watching on YouTube, there's no one with us this week. In the guest perspective, in the guest, uh, in the guest slot, 
So usually that would mean that we'd uh, we'd we'd turn to everyone's favourite participant that never participates because she she likes to stay in the uh, in the background. Pulling, heard from but not seen. Pulling the strings from the shadows from. is what we're saying. Yeah, basically. Yeah. However, this week I went a slightly different approach. And I reached out, sent up the bat signal to a gentleman who has been mentioned on the podcast before, but has yet to participate in the podcast until this week. So, I have supplied my week 14 predictions. Mr. Cook has provided his week 14 predictions and filling the slot of the guest for this week's show is none other than mr james williams ladies and gentlemen james there was, williams there was provided... only there was only two names that i was wanting to hear <laughs> and that was one of them this is fantastic stuff so james williams making a first appearance of sorts on the podcast amazing maybe when it comes to next season he may even come on in person or via the medium of the phone Uh. that way but let's see how he gets on with his predictions first of all see if he wants to come back so week 14 starts with the Thursday night football which is the Las Vegas Raiders Travelling to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Myself and Andy have taken the Raiders in this one. James has obviously not seen how bad the Rams are this season. As he's taken the Rams to get the win. It might be a great start. <coughs> what can we say? He's on Points Island, so... Yeah, absolutely. We move on. And we have... The New York Jets, this is the start of the Sunday slate of games. So we have the New York Jets travelling to Buffalo to take on the Bills. We've all taken the Bills on this one. No messing around. Bills for the win. Happy days. Next up, we have the Cleveland Browns taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. And we're all Bengals country for this one. Next up, the Houston Texans against the Dallas Cowboys. I know what you're thinking. Cowboys across the board, yeah? Not for someone. Mr. James Williams thinks the Texans will get their second win of the season. <laughs> I'll be amazed if it happens, but it would be the most Cowboys thing ever to lose a game to that team. Absolutely. Next up. My pick for sneaky good game of the week, potentially, we have the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Detroit Lions. I I don't know what is going on with the Lions. They baffle me. Because you just... I, I don't want to be the guy that speaks out of turn. You just expect them to be bad. And then they're not, and you're like, I don't understand. I've just about managed to get my head around the Jets not being terrible. I can't deal with the Lions not being bad. It is weird. I mean, like, obviously, like, Dan Campbell came in at the start of last season and he's, you know, got the team playing a bit better. Well, I say a bit better, a lot better. Um, you know, you can see sort of 
the, the, the changes that he made to the team, and they they are they are pulling together now. So you yeah. know, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be a surprise if the Lions win this one. But we have all picked the Vikings to carry on their uh, their sort of hot form at the moment. Next up, we've got the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the New York Giants, and we've all gone for the Eagles on this one. We've got the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Myself and James have picked the Steelers in this one, whereas Andy has gone for the Ravens. I have picked the Steelers mainly because Lamar Jackson's still not a hundred percent to be making that game. So the last the last thing that's been said about or the last thing I heard about Lamar was that it's a minimum of a week, but it could be anything up to three weeks for the for this type of sprain because it's not an actual it's not being considered an actual injury. It's more of a sprain. It's not a season ender. It's just he won't play presumably this week and they'll take it from there um the the issue i have is i keep going against the steelers and they keep proving me wrong so it's probably not the week to pick the ravens (laughs) but live by the sword absolutely absolutely andrew next up we have the jacksonville jaguars taking on the tennessee titans We've all gone for the Titans at home. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs looking to bounce back after that defeat to the Bengals, taking on the oh the Denver Broncos. If there was a time you did not want to be playing the Chiefs, it's after they've lost. And sorry, Broncos, you're going to be uh, you're going to be picking your teeth up for a couple of days after Patrick Mahomes is finished with you. Big Chiefs win across the board. For us. Yeah. The Chiefs are going to be like, oh, the Cowboys got uh, 54 last week, did they? Most of that came in the fourth quarter. Interesting. Let's see what we can do against the Broncos this week. <laughs> Next up, the Carolina Panthers taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Myself and Andy have gone for the Seahawks. James fancies the Panthers to get the win in this one. Uh, next up, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Myself and Andy have picked the Buccaneers. James has picked the 49ers, obviously thinking that they're going to be able to roll without Jimmy G. Um, sadly, I think Brady's back in that mode where he's just going to motor between now and the end of the season and get him in the playoffs on a nice bit of a roll. So, I saw something that was mentioned at the end of the Bucks saints game that at 6-6, six and six, the Bucks are the top of their division. Yep. Only team in that division with a winning, with a, with a not even positive record with a fifty. Uh, and all I'm all I'm going to say is, with three minutes left in that game, we saw old school Tommy terrific. So two games left. We move to the primetime game. So on the Sunday night football, we have the Miami Dolphins at the Los Angeles Chargers. We have all taken the Dolphins across the board on this one, and we close out the week with the Sunday night football. And is the New England Patriots travelling to the desert to take on the Arizona Cardinals? Myself and Mr. Cook have taken the Patriots. James has taken the Cardinals. So, for those of you who are paying attention there, myself and Andy have picked the exact same results, apart from I'm on the Steelers and Andy is on the Ravens. So, we can get a difference of opinions on that one. So, there will be a determined winner. Tune in next week to find out who. The only thing that's left to do is the week 14 side bet. 
Do you want to go first, or do you want to put me into bat? I'm going to go first. It's going to take okay. my ancient uh, iPad about nine hours to get us uh, up and running here. Um, I was I was with the side bet all the way up till unfortunately this week because this week was a bad week for me and a fantastic week for you and it has propelled you forward in a way that's probably at this point in time you would have to lose all four games this week I would have to win all four games this week and that would still have you in the lead so weirder things have happened not not this weird though I don't think so week 14 it's a crucial point for everybody. A crucial point for me. There's a game here that looks... It looks like a banker. But... I've got, I've got to go... I've got to go careful here. So, the game I'm looking at is the Jets versus the Bills. I don't, I don't, so, can I please have the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the Cleveland Browns? Honestly, not where I thought you were going. Definitely thought the first words out of your mouth were going to be the Kansas City Chiefs, which is why I will be taking that game. Yeah, that's fine. And with my second selection... I will take the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I was about to say, before you said it, I was like, if you don't pick the Dallas Cowboys as your next pick. <sighs> Two selections for you, sir. There's some horrible games for, for being in this position. So, let me just go through some games here. I know I know we're against the clock and stuff. And let's just see if we can pick out any game any teams that we've already mentioned as being weird teams. The Vikings versus the Lions. The Jags versus the Titans. The Eagles versus the Giants. Do you want to know something? I think the Eagles have got another loss in them. Before really going to the back end of the season. And do you know something? Part of me wants to put money on it being that game. It's They do still have to play the Cowboys in Dallas. The Seattle Seahawks. To beat the Baker Mayfield-less... Carolina Panthers. And your next selection? See, this is it. I'm going to have to pick one of those games. The Minnesota Vikings to... Hopefully, for me, beat the Detroit Lions. In that case... I will take the Las Vegas Raiders to be what I can only presume will, at this point will be a shell 
of the Los Angeles Rams as they're shutting players down left, right and centre to keep them for next season. Yeah. And I will take the Tennessee Titans to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars just because it's in Tennessee. Your final selection, good sir. Is the Jets-Bills game still on the table? Still on the table. I don't like it, but the Buffalo Bills to beat the New York Jets. Like like we were just saying, or I was just saying, or somebody was just saying, that Jets team is... I mean, it's 7-5. and five. Compare that to some of the other teams that are out and about that you would expect to be in a much better position this season. A 7-5 and five Jets is probably a team that's going to be heavily underestimated. The What I'm seeing here is 95% of people on Pickhams have taken the Bills. What an upset it would be if the Jets went, do you know what? F it, we're going all out. But hey, the only way That's to find out is to watch. That's happened once already this season, so it wouldn't be the biggest shock in the world. So just to clarify... From the side bet perspective, Andy's four teams. The Cincinnati Bengals at home to the Cleveland Browns. The Seattle Seahawks at home to the Carolina Panthers. The Vikings at the Detroit Lions. And the Bills are home to the New York Jets. I have the Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. The Cowboys at home to the Houston Texans. The Raiders at the Los Angeles Rams. And the Titans at home to the Jacksonville Jaguars. That, ladies and gentlemen, is your Week 14 side bet finished. Your Week 14 predictions finished. Unless you have anything to uh, to, to, to say to these wonderful folk, Andrew, that's, that's us done for yet another week. That is us done. I don't really have anything. Obviously, uh, one final drink. Glasses up, because let, let's face it, season's basically over at this point in so. time. Big thank you to you, sir, for helping me take these lovely people through a sport that isn't even from our country. Uh, lovely thank you to everybody that's watched and or listened. And uh, we will see you next week where there may even be a guest. He may be called James Williams. We don't know at this point in time. But we shall find out next week when you join us. See you then. Tatty buys. So there you go. What do you think of that? We still manage without a guest. See? Told you it'd be fine. Big thank you to uh, anybody who listened or watched or any of the above. And uh, last thing before we go, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop any reviews you want to drop. Visit the website. It's thecookiecast.com. There you can drop in on us using those social media links and our email button. That's it for this one. Tune in next week when there should be a guest and we'll start to wind down certain aspects of the NFL season. Uh, it's road too soon. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this awesome cookie cast.